Welcome to Drilling Deep. I'm your host, John Kingston, and I'm recording this on the day of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We're going to talk about driver's health very shortly with Guy Byers of Transfix and Mark Minera of Truckers Fitness. But for now, I want to get right into talking about the oil market. When I first got up Thursday morning, I saw an amazing oil market. Crude oil was up about 8%, and diesel traded on the CME Commodity Exchange was up more than 20%. This is pretty astounding. It almost never happens. What had happened this time was that the world got very spooked about Russian exports of diesel being impacted by its invasion of Ukraine, and diesel went crazy. Russia is a very big supplier of diesel to the world market. But then things calmed down. By late morning U.S. time, the gains in the diesel market were up pretty much the same as the gains in crude. The craziness in the market resulted in a price for ultra-low sulfur diesel that between its low and high price was 20 cents, 20 cents in just one day. There are times it takes weeks for the price to move 20 cents. This did it in a day. Amazing. So where are we in terms of oil going forward? First of all, Ukraine is a minor supplier. Second, Russian exports by water do not leave from any Ukrainian ports. That may sound logical, but note that Russia does use a port out of Georgia called Batumi for its exports. There is a pipeline called the Drubspa pipeline, which stands for friendship. Uh, and it goes uh, from it goes through Ukraine and then into some other Eastern European nations. So far, that does not uh, that is not being reported to be affected by what's going on. Sanctions so far are not hitting Russian oil, so there's no obvious way to build a model that says supply will be restricted. A lot of this all seems like the old joke about the economist who sees something working in practice and tries to disprove it in theory. I would kind of say the opposite here: that theoretically, the Ukraine invasion should not have any impact on oil prices, but you know what? It still might. Remember, this is day one. We don't know the full impact of sanctions against Russia, which means we aren't sure whether they will squeeze the country's economy enough to impact its oil exports. It could be that Russia strikes back by going back on its commitment to the OPEC plus group, an action it has taken before. Those commitments have been to participate in the addition of oil to the market every month. It's been going on since last April in conjunction with Saudi Arabia, other OPEC nations, and other key non-OPEC countries. We don't know if the country's refineries, if Russia's refineries may suffer from sanctions so that they can't operate at normal levels. We just don't know. But here are a couple of things that everybody should know. They are needed to be told here because there is a ridiculous amount of misinformation out there about the oil market. First, U.S. production comes into this war at a fairly healthy 11.6 million barrels per day. No, it isn't the more than 13 million barrels per day that existed back several years ago. But that number was like a drunken production orgy in which companies drilled wells like mad, produced no free cash flow, and paid no dividends. It was not sustainable. If you want to compare today's production to that of a few years ago, you better bring that fact to the table. And here's the other thing. Production since Joe Biden took office is higher by about 600 to 700,000 barrels per day. That isn't because of Joe Biden. The president has little to do with the output of oil. But if you think U.S. production is down under the Biden administration, you are wrong. There also is a significant loss of supply to the market, and it's from the reimposition of sanctions against Iran that the Trump administration put on that country in late 2018. Depending on how you measure it, it looks like those sanctions have taken about a million barrels per day off the market. The latest S&P Global Platts data on OPEC production shows Iranian output at 2.5 million barrels per day. Just before the sanctions were reimposed, it was up to 3.6 million barrels per day. I'd say the market could definitely use another million barrels per day right now. 
And if Iranian sanctions are lifted, a lot of that oil might be coming back. But don't let your politics color your knowledge of history. The fact is the decision was taken by the U.S. to reimpose sanctions on Iran in 2018, and oil markets are tighter than they would be otherwise. That is a factor here, too. Let's deal with another bit of disinformation I hear, that the U.S. was energy independent not all that long ago, and now it isn't. As far as I can tell, this little nugget comes from the fact that a few years ago, the U.S. turned into a net exporter as its total exports of crude and products exceeded imports. That did happen. But the U.S. at the time was still importing millions of barrels of oil. This is a big country. It's easier to import oil in certain places than to move U.S. oil to those sites. Next time somebody says we were energy independent, ask them what that means. Does that mean that we didn't import any oil? Even when we were a net exporter, we imported plenty. Sorry to rant here, but when we're in the middle of an international crisis, having a lot of people believe nonsense is not helpful. Okay, we're going to move a little bit here now on Drilling Deep to our guests of the week. Not a guest of the week, but two guests. You know, the issue of trucker fitness is one that seems to be constantly addressed by people in the industry, but it's always questionable whether anything is getting solved. The lifestyle of drivers is a tough one. It's a crazy schedule that makes exercise a challenge. Too much time sitting, difficult access to healthy foods. It's a formula for poor health, and all the statistics show that that formula is coming out pretty much the way you might think it is going to. It's always interesting to hear what companies are doing to try to change that, since a lot of the old attempts really haven't been successful. So a couple of weeks ago, I got a press release from Transfix, the digital brokerage company, that really caught my eye. Uh, Transfix was partnering with the trucking fitness company. Actually, I think the press release might have been from Trucking Fitness, so I'll I'll (laughs) clarify that. Um, The two that were were, were partnering to help drivers in their quest to stay healthy. And I wondered, what interest would a digital brokerage platform have in this kind of pursuit? And so I decided to have some representatives of the company on here on Drilling Deep. Uh, And uh, we're going to welcome today Dr. Mark Monera, DPT. He is the founder of the Trucking Fitness Company. And also today, Guy Byers, the Senior Vice President for Carrier Growth at Transfix. Gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Drilling Deep. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, John, thank you very much. Thank you, Guy. So I'm going to start with Mark because uh, I think most a good chunk of our listeners probably are familiar with Transfix. So, but they might not necessarily be familiar with trucking fitness. Mark, why don't you give us a little history and what its goals are? Yeah. So I, like you mentioned before, I'm a physical therapist and I actually got started working with drivers in a physical therapy clinic, uh, rehabbing them. And uh, that was one of my first experiences, uh, getting to know the day-to-day life of a driver and just getting, I guess, kind of my toes wet in the industry. And I was shocked and really inspired by some of the drivers learning about what they go through. You know, one in particular that I was rehabbing had been a driver over the road for 30 years and he diabetic, overweight, um, really the effects of 30 years being behind the wheel was really one of the reasons why he was in the clinic in the first place. And, you know, he inspired me and, you know, we got talking about, you know, what solutions are out there in the industry. And you mentioned, you know, driver's health is something that gets talked about a ton, but it's also something that's really easily swept under the rug after January when everyone stops caring about their New Year's resolutions. And, you know, that is why I really, when I did my research initially, there there hadn't been a solution that came around that actually solved the problem. And, you know, I dove deep into some of the research and 
I was shocked uh, with the medical background and just seeing some of the statistics and, you know, the current state drivers, uh, the current state of driver's health. And you've got, you know, 4 million drivers in North America. So 3.5 around in America, about a half a million up in Canada and 85% of them are overweight. And one in every seven suffers from type two diabetes. And the statistic that kind of you know, really shocked me and inspired the trucking fitness company was that uh, as a group, truck drivers have a life expectancy 16 years less than the average population. And, you know, I'm hearing about the lifestyle of a driver, their day-to-day life, and I'm just seeing the amount of sacrifice they make on a day-to-day basis within their career. And then by the time they get to enjoy the fruits of their labor, they get 16 years ripped off the back end. And, you know, I just didn't think that was right. And I knew from having the medical background that, uh, yes, it's a tough lifestyle, but it's not, it's not impossible. And I firmly believe, you know, no career and especially trucking shouldn't define someone's health. And so that's kind of what inspired the mission. And we're really on, yeah. I want to, I want to jump over to Guy. So Guy, what was the uh, pathway to Transfix and, uh, and uh, trucking fitness coming together? Well, we've been looking for a way to reach out and partner with our carriers in ways that increase, you know, drivers' health and mental mental health, physical health for a while. We've we've explored lots of ways that we can, you know, offer programs and it's it's frankly it's quite difficult to reach drivers where they're at. And we noticed with with John, his organization and ours, those Venn diagrams of what our missions are really overlapped well. So we got to we got to talking and it just made sense. So how does it work? Is it a uh, you know, trucking fitness? Uh, Mark, you have a, a, you know, I guess a curriculum we'll call it for shorthand. And uh, then Guy, how do you get to use it? If you're just a, if you're a driver that gets, that gets loads booked by Transfix, do you just sort of get to use it as a, as a perk or how does it work? So, I'll I'll kick off with how, and I'll let I'll let Mark go into exactly all the details. But we're offering uh, a fifty percent discount on a lifetime membership, and then we offer help with uh, accountability and uh, coaching along the way as well with special transfix groups for our, our partner carriers and our drivers. So, Mark, tell me a little bit about, I, I use the term curriculum. I may, That may not be the word you want to use. But tell me about, let's say, uh, somebody through Transfix takes the offer of the 50% discount on the subscription. What do they get? Yeah, so, I mean, I think you can use the word curriculum. I like to go with the coaching, uh, you know, describing it as a coaching experience. Because I think the, you know, yes, we do personalized exercise and nutrition programs get them to have workouts where they can do them in their truck, outside of the truck. We give them all the equipment they need to do it. So every member gets a free resistance band and they can follow along the workouts that are through our app right on their phone. And then we do the same thing on the nutrition side where, hey, we give them a diet personalized to, you know, their goals and current, you know, diet preference. But the big thing where the coaching comes in is within our app, um, you know, you can give anyone the best exercise and nutrition program ever, but if they don't show up, it doesn't really do much. And so we really focus on the accountability aspect and have kind of three ways of kind of what, uh, you know, Guy mentioned of, you know, peer to peer where we're getting those drivers in a group with other transfixed drivers in our program. We've got alumni 
um, accountability in the form of we've got drivers in our program who in our community are helping pull people along, encouraging them because they've done it before. And then, you know, through our app, we've got the best coaching experts from physical therapy to the nutrition side of things where they can uh, ask a question 24 uh, seven message a coach 24 seven in our app. And we've got weekly check-ins where we, you know, after the onboarding call where we make sure everything's set, everything's good to go, we check in with them weekly to make sure they don't fall off the path. So, Guy, I guess this is a fairly new offering, uh, an offering by Transfix. How long has it been around? What kind of acceptance are you getting? And you say it's just so hard to reach them. It's it's so true. You you hear that said about truck drivers, no matter really what the issue is, you know, whether it was going to be vaccination or... <laughs> or an exercise program, uh, what are you doing to reach these? And, and how? what kind of other offerings do you have for drivers that you're using to make them view Transfix as one of their uh, favorite carrier, or favorite brokers? Great question. So this offering kicks in on March 1st. So we're looking forward to seeing when that, what the, what the adoption rate is there. We've had programs in the past where we, I believe it's called Pimp the Truck. Please don't quote me. And uh, we're we're, we're looking at ways to reach drivers where they are instead of having them come and meet us halfway on, you know, of course, we would like for them to to work, to continue to work with Transfix and to be in our platform. But we want to, if we're making their lives better, then that makes them more likely to look favorably upon partnering with us. It's just, it's a sense of community. And that's what we're all about. Yeah. I mean, when, you know, the, the active brokerage, I'm not going to say it's a commodity service, but ultimately it's there's a lot of similarity between what people do. They put together broker and carrier and, uh, you know, excuse me, uh, they put together shipper and carrier with a broker in the middle. I would imagine distinguishing yourself. It sounds to me based on your title uh, for carrier growth is distinguishing yourself as one of your, your core responsibilities. Well, uh, every broker tries to be a competitive advantage for our partner, customer and shippers, right? And, and strengthening their supply chain and helping them focus on whatever they do better. Right. This is our opportunity to partner with our carriers and being a competitive advantage for those carriers in driver retention, right? And driver health. Uh, I'm sure the costs and everything are a nice little bonus on top. But how can we do for our carriers as we, as every broker seeks to do for our customers? That's kind of our mission. Okay. Mark, I mean, we're talking here about your, uh, about your uh, relationship with Transfix. What kind of other marketing tools have you used? First of all, how long have you been around? We didn't really touch on that. And how do you market? How do you sign up drivers outside of this relationship with Transfix? Yeah, so we've been around for just over a year and a half. And we work with individual drivers through, you know, posting on social media, building up our um, following across all the social platforms. And then we also uh, work with trucking companies and as a corporate wellness program. And so, you know, I was really excited about this opportunity because this is the first brokerage that we are partnering with. And I think, you know, from a mission standpoint, you know, you, you said it in the beginning of the podcast, the talk in, you know, in the industry about Health, driver's health being terrible has been on for years and years. But if we're going to actually create a solution, it's got to come from all angles of the industry. And I think this partnership is really showing um, if you think outside the box and you really think drivers first, we can, you know, everyone in the industry can help push this mission forward. So give me an example. What does a program look like? I'm sure that there's kind of beginner programs and advanced programs. 
But if you're dealing with somebody who has diabetes, who's significantly overweight, and they haven't exercised at all, I'm sure you're going to start them on the bunny slope, as they would say in a ski lodge. Uh, what's the bunny slope look like on uh, at Trucking Fitness? Yeah, so you would sign up, and immediately after you sign up, you fill out a questionnaire that gives me a ton of information on you know, what experience you have, where your current fitness level is, you know, where your, what your goals are. And, you know, from a nutrition standpoint, what, what do you like to eat and what diet preference you have? From there, we have an onboarding call with a coach where we make sure that you are set up in um, the best program possible. So maybe, John, you want to work out in your truck, you want to uh, eat, you know, you like cooking in your truck and you, um, eat anything, right? You don't have a diet preference. So we would give you a workout program that is built for exercises based off of your current fitness level. So we've got different ones based off of, you know, where your starting point is at. Then we get it where you have videos and everything laid out from how many reps, how much to rest, everything you need to do that you follow along on the app from an exercise standpoint. And then we give restaurant guides, uh, we help them build healthy meals at the truck stop, and we also are there holding them accountable throughout, you know, the weeks and months that they're in the program, making sure that you know there's going to be highs and lows on any fitness journey. So we want to be there to celebrate on the highs, and then we also want to be there to you know pull them back up and and you know get them back on track when uh, things fall off. Let's talk about something. This question go to both of you. Whenever I read something like this, it sounds great, and then I keep thinking about the food choices that you find in truck stops. And I can imagine that all the great laid plans of men just blow up, you know, when, front of, when confronted with a, you know, two pound box of Skittles. Uh, is, uh, is the lack of available food really the, uh, you know, the thing that could just make, make this not work? Here's, here's the thing. And I, I tell, I, you, that is a, probably the number one excuse I hear from drivers as that I'm screwed because the fat, you know, there's not any healthy food options there. And my response to that would be, if you wait for the truck stops or the fast food restaurants to decide that you can eat healthy, it's not going to happen. And so what I suggest is, instead of taking the approach of it's all or nothing, you're either eating healthy or you're not eating healthy, why don't we just focus on getting 10%, 20% healthier and just making small changes that you can currently at any fast food restaurant or at the truck stop find and just get the ball rolling. Yeah. Guy, um, Guy, any thoughts on that? Uh, do you hear that from drivers? Not, not just not just through your uh, relationship with trucking fitness, but in general, the drivers just like, it's just so hard to eat healthy out there. Uh, John, I hear that all the time. Mark nailed it. It's 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 reaching them where they're at. And it's about it's creating those neural connections so that they can they have the framework within which to make healthy choices. If it's maybe not always the most nutritional meal, they can make a net positive choice throughout the day by adjusting you know, their breakfast or their dinner. So this, this program doesn't force them to be all or nothing. It'll meet them from a physical perspective exactly where they're at. For example, I'm not going to take on an ice skating challenge anytime soon. And uh, from, a, from a nutrition perspective, we're not asking them to meal prep or stop by, you know, Whole Foods every time. This is realistic. It's incremental. And it spills. Um, Guy, let's let's change gears a little bit and just talk about some of the other things that that you do at Transfix to help build these relationships with carriers. Maybe you know separate from this, but under the same general definition or same general attempt uh, to build those to, to build those ties. 
with carriers and with drivers especially, it's about respecting their time, right? The the last two years have have proven that the drivers, these men and women are on the road. They are, you know, if, if you've driven for 10 hours, it's it's not fun. It's grueling, you know, six, seven days a week, some weeks. So what can we do to respect those men and women's time? What can we do to our partner carriers to say, hey, we understand that you guys are running a business. That business has needs and we're going to respect those needs. So uh, as a friend likes to say, we charge by the mile, but we're really paying for everyone's time. So it's it's not necessarily nutritional related and, and physical and mental health related for us. The other things that we're trying, this is, I'm very excited about what we're working on with Mark and his program, but proving, you know, every broker wants to optimize and reduce empty miles. And those are certainly, we have very clever algorithms and bleeding edge tech that's doing just that. But and and the, the the guys and the gals on our team who are talking to the men and women on the road every day, who are in their office, which is you know the highways of North America, it's proving to them that we have their best interests in mind from a time perspective, and that we're helping them make uh, productive living. Mark, uh, you you've touted this deal with uh, Transfix. Uh, no surprise, Transfix is a very well known name. Any other deals like this that you're either working on or that you've signed, or is this like are you viewing this like the the first big enchilada in a company that you know, as you say, is less than two years old? I mean, you started it in the middle of the pandemic. That's a little bit of a challenge. Well, you know, and not only to add to that, I started that when I was still in grad school. So I was in physical therapy school and kind of getting the baseline down. And now I'm full time on the trucking fitness company. I've graduated and I uh, have a, you know done with grad school and, and working full time on this. And yeah, I, I look at this uh, deal as the first of many big opportunities in the trucking industry that we're going to get to help push this forward. And I think going forward, I, I think, you know, yes, the brokerage side of things, Transfix is, uh, you know, a good area to get in contact with drivers. But I think when this this gets really pushed forward when you get on the insurance side of things. And so I think moving forward, those are some of the connections that we're looking to build because there's a net positive on both sides if drivers are healthier when, you, when you're talking to insurance. Now, you said as a physical therapist, you actually did a fair amount of work with truck drivers, which really inspired you to start the trucking fitness company. Um, we know about the diabetes problems. We know about the weight problems. Were there problems that maybe people aren't as aware of that, that you, you find were... Uh, we're afflicting truck drivers to a larger than normal degree? Yeah, I mean, I, I was dealing with, you know, when I was rehabbing them, there was a lot of work comp injuries. There was a lot of, um, you know, musculoskeletal or orthopedic surgeries like total, uh, you know, joint replacements, knee replacement. Um, and, you know, when you look at some of the research, some of the biggest work comp claims and just complaints of pain, aches, pains, and discomfort come with, you know, shoulder, neck, low back, and hips for drivers. So I think those are some of the areas. Obviously, you've got a large group of people. Everyone responds a little bit differently. You know, you go sprain your ankle when you're going and doing your pre-trip. That happens. Uh, But those are some of the bigger areas. So Guy, except uh, beyond just taking the recording of this podcast and sending it to everybody you know, which I'm quite sure you'll do, of course. Um, what are some of the other things you're doing to, to kick this off to, to let your clientele know about it? Well, of course, we have we have teams of people focused on, you know, onboarding carriers and building carrier relationships. We have teams of people focused on, you know, if we have our automated bookings, there's the humans behind the machine. So we have 
uh, inbound and outbound call centers here in Atlanta and New York that are talking to drivers in a day-to-day basis. And they will be they will be touting this. I mean, this is it's a tremendous opportunity for us to build value for those carriers and and build relationships for drivers. Not every driver, of course, will want it. We're not going to force anyone to use it. Um, but we're going to offer it. We're going to we're going to market it as a way that we're helping them get better. Well, let's hope it succeeds because in an industry where it's sometimes tough to make gains, you'd think that this would be, I hate to say an easy win or low-hanging fruit or whatever cliche you want to use, but this just is so basic that you've got to hope, uh, you know, want to give you uh, good luck to, to both of you and hope this is successful and, and hope that uh, give good luck to all efforts to help drivers health out there. I want to thank you, uh, Guy. Thank you for joining us today. Guy Byers, the Senior Vice President for Carrier Growth at Transfix and Mark Manera, the founder of the Trucking Fitness Company. Thanks for joining us today on Drilling Deep. Thank you, Thank so you John. It was definitely our pleasure. So you have been listening to Drilling Deep. We are part of the FreightCast family of podcasts from FreightWays. You can find us on all the leading podcast platforms. I've been your host, John Kingston, and please join us again 